Hey everybody, Donnie Bovine here. Thank you so much for listening to the episodes. Do me a favor, if you get any value out of these, would you leave me a review? It would mean the world to me. I'm on a massive mission to help as many people as I possibly can get to freedom through building a business. I gotta be honest, building a business is by far the toughest thing I've ever done in my life, and I promise you, my business has worked on me more than I've ever worked on it. I don't think there's a better tool in the world to meet the dude in the mirror than building your own company. You're going to find out what the hell you're made of. In these episodes, I bring on the people that have been through it, gone through it, done it, built monstrous companies, and I get them to coach me on how to actually level up, grow, and scale my business. They're hitting me with some hard questions. They're bringing some amazing advice. And, and I'm telling you, I take notes from every one of these episodes from these people that have actually lived it. They've gone through it and have turned their businesses into amazing empires. So I hope you find a ton of value in this. And I hope that this becomes something you come back to and listen to often. Get more referrals by finding your champions. Hey, I'm Donnie Bovine, CEO and founder of Success Champion Networking and author of Endless Stream Referrals. This is Growth Mode, a podcast centered around all business development, sales, and growing and scaling your business. Hanging out with me as always, my buddy Kevin Snow, the sales and automation tactician and introvert. I just couldn't resist. <laughs> and on this episode, we're going to talk all about finding your champions. It, it's it's people like you that keep the introverts in their basements <laughs> where they belong. <laughs> it's not where we belong. <laughs> I want to start this one off, Kev. All right, so finding your champions is is really key for any business to grow, especially in your when you're starting off. And one of the things I did when I uh, pivoted with time on target and really moved into the consulting area where I was focused on uh, really helping companies figure out how to launch and how to run a sales team was I found what I called my special operations team. And they were key people who did things that I didn't do, that I had absolute trust in, that I was able to refer business to. And I was their go-to guy for what I did because they did other things. They did web design. They did video marketing. They did things that my clients needed, but they couldn't offer. So th that became a key part of how I marketed my business. And, you know, and that, that idea of the special operations team really followed me as I scaled time on target and, and continue to do some pivoting and shifts in my, my target uh, product and service. It was not even just finding people to be on my special operations team, but really finding people who got what I did and were just really excited to talk about it. They might be in an uh, arena that I couldn't refer to, but they, they loved what I was able to do and they believed in the concept and they went out and found me business and they got really excited when they found me business. And, and that is, that was a key to keeping time on target 
going as I was figuring a ton of stuff out. Yeah, love that. Love that. I mean, I had a lot of similar experiences of finding, you know, kind of that elite group of people uh, that can be in my top of my Rolodex to do the things that I needed help with and whatnot. So for this episode, we're going to do a, a little bit different kind of uh, scenario as we go through this, because we're going to talk, uh, take you guys through an acronym of how to find your champions. And as Kevin talked about, these champions are kind of, you know, uh, twofold. One, they're the team that you are your go-to for referrals and introductions, but they're, you know, they're also the people that are out there helping carry your brand and taking your message and your name to to the masses. So we're going to go through an acronym today to walk you through all the different places you should be searching for these referral partners and champions. Um, so the acronym, if you want to write it down or as we go along, is the word champions. How original is that? Um, and each word uh, represents the first one. Kevin and I kind of go back and forth and talk about these. I'll take the first one. So in finding your champions, the first place you should look is the C, which is your clients. Um, I, I really get fascinated how often people don't you know, dive into their clients and turn them into their biggest champions. I mean, most times your clients are thrilled with the work and service you provided with them. They love what you do in, you know, they have a ton of people and friends that they could probably introduce you to, you know, so you need to empower your clients to help you meet and get to know more people. So, I mean, you could think about things. Um, could you do some sort of collaboration where your clients, you know, maybe host a happy hour at their office or host a lunch and bring in some friends and allow you to come in and meet a whole bunch of people? Can there just be a random happy hour that happens that, you know, they invite some of their clients and you happen to be there to go have some fun conversations? But uh, clients are a fantastic way to create as champions. What do you think about clients, Kevin? Yeah, I love that. Some of my best referral partners have be, have come from clients because they yep. get they get front front row view of what you do and how you do it and what you're able to get for results. And if you're and if you know if you what you're doing for them is representative of your of your day to day activity and how you work with all your clients. And they love it. They're they're gonna naturally be excited to help you because they're gonna want you sure. to be able to continue to grow your business and support them as they grow theirs, uh, and so that they don't have to find a different one of you. So you know, I it always surprised me too when people weren't like going after their clients to figure out how to get them into their network as part of their their uh, referral system, and you know, and and having that conversation with people always. It was always really hard for me not to roll my eyes at them. So, <laughs> like, how dumb are you? Uh, but right? <laughs> it, it, it's it's key because they they know your capabilities better than anyone outside of your business. For sure. the The next one in this scenario is heroes, and heroes are the people that are your biggest cheerleaders. Um, these are the people that are out telling the world about you already. You know, Kevin and I have several people that just love everything we're doing with Success Champions, and they're constantly making introductions and and telling people about what we're doing. But I think people don't take time to spend time with their champions to really teach them 
how to make proper introduction, to, how to teach them how to to get them to open the right doors and share the right messages. You know, these these heroes, um, you know, they love you and they just want to be a part of what you do. You got to walk them through different scenarios about how to best interact with you. I mean, simply telling them, hey, you know, I'm putting a post out. Would you mind, you know, putting your two cents on there? Would you share this post? We have an upcoming event coming. Would you share this out and tell people you're going to it? You know, little things that really help them help you uh, get more awareness for your brand. Yeah, um, and, I, and I think it's it can work the other way, too. Not only your heroes that are all about your brand, but think about the brands and the vendors that you work with that you love what they're doing and you're really excited when you get to interact with them. And the ones that you always talk about to your family and friends, you know, if you can, you can reverse that and you can get closer to them and get them to become a, uh, a sounding board for you too, and be able to talk about how great you are. So I think that yeah. heroes thing is really key because you can work that both ways. Absolutely. Absolutely. Jumping into the next one is allies. Um, and allies are people that are on the same growth schedule with you. So these are people who their company size is around the same. Uh, they're doing a similar type of business, uh, not competition, but they're on the same growth strategy and plan as you are. Um, you know, I have a couple of friends that, um, you know, our companies are about the same size. And, you know, we talk often about strategies and growth. We've done some workshops and things together, some collaborations together. Um, they've leveraged my audience. I've leveraged their audience. You know, we've done some really cool things to help become champions of each other's brands. And when you have these allies, you can take a moment to, you know, really figure out some really cool collaborations you know, from summits to workshops to dinners, after hours and everything, where you can find your, you and that person both in each other's worlds and really make those worlds collide. I think at this one, you also want to look at who you're doing business with right now. And when you get, when you get a client, who in that list also gets a client? You know, there mm -hmm. are certain things that... um that when I get a new client, there are certain people that are like, all right, Kevin's got a new client. I'm going to get work. And those are really right. people. Those are really people that should be going out and talking about what you do because it's going to benefit them. And if For you're sure. not having conversations with them about how they bring people to your table that they're not currently working with, but want to, you're, you're missing out on revenue and you're missing out on a huge opportunity. Big time, big time. So I guess a cool way to think about it is who gets paid when you get paid? You know, who are all the vendors you work with that 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 can, you know, benefit if they make introductions for you? So the next one, M stands for members. And so think about um, any sort of groups, clubs, association, charities or functions you're a part of. And this one's always funny to me because I'll often talk to parents who run businesses and their kids are playing in like some little league baseball or soccer association or football thing. And I'll ask these parents, I'm like, well, what do all the other parents do for a living? And they very rarely can tell you what other people do. And it blows me away. 
But, you know, most times when you're part of these associations, whether it's your church to, to you know, a nonprofit, there's usually a reason everybody came together. So there's a, there's a really cool commonality there. And you should be exploring the different avenues of how can, you know, you guys become champions for each other and, you know, grow each other's personal brand and spend time together. Yeah. One of my friends has a, uh, he's a general contractor, has his own construction remodeling business, does amazing work. Uh, but his daughter was in hockey from the time she could lace on skates. And, uh, and and he lived in the same town. So the girls that she played with, she played with for 10, 12 years as she moved up from mites up into uh, junior high, high school. Now she's going to be playing in college with a whole, whole new set of girls. But those families were together all the time. Tournaments on the weekend, late night practices, that whole thing. And he knows them all. And he knows what they do. And he's built that relationship over time. You know, they all go to each other's graduation parties. And it's this whole big uh, community based around that one thing. And, you know, it's really easy. And there there are a few parents in there because I go to the games a lot. And I, I, I kind of know who everyone is. But there's some parents that you see that don't interact with the group. They just come, go to the game, and then they leave. And they don't interact in all the events. They don't interact in all the social things that the, the families put together. Um, and I, they're missing out just on the, not only on the social piece, but on the opportunity for within their business. I know Randy's gotten business out of, out of that, that community. Yeah, that's awesome. I think about kickboxing and, you know, I go there two, three times a week, um, you know, with Eric and, you know, I know damn near everybody that works out there with us and what they do. And it's fun because oftentimes, you know, they're coming up and asking me now sales questions. I know they listen to the podcast um, because they'll tell me about the different episodes and stuff. Um, but that it, it's really fun that when you guys know what you do, there's other things to talk about. Because, um, you know, a lot of those people at kickboxing, they all have kids. I don't, I don't have kids, so I don't relate there very, very much. But we get to talk in business and we get a lot of fun things. And so, you know, it's really cool when they come up and ask for advice and the likes. You, you mean when they're talking about kids, they don't like it when you talk about your kids jumping up and yeah, down? Yeah, my on... goats just don't. <laughs> they, they my get goats all, just don't compare. They, they get all confused. Why is your child jumping up and down on a car? Right. Why did you lock your child in a barn? I mean, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I mean, you really need to be looking at, you know, all those members, all those groups, organizations and whatnot. Uh, the next one is partners and partners are your vendors, your mentors, you know, the people that benefit from you succeeding. So we talked about this a little bit earlier, but you know, um, I've had a lot of mentors, um, over the years, and I don't know if they've ever known they were mentors, but the people that give me advice and, you know, I love it when I get a reach out from one of them and go, Hey, I saw this go really big for you. Well done. Or, you know, and the likes, and, you know, the more I succeed, the more they get the opportunity to say, Hey, I helped Donnie, or I've known this, you know, and they really, uh, uh, cheer you on. You know, it was about, I guess it was September. Um, I hit year four in the business and I put a post out on LinkedIn, kind of walking through my years of what, you know, success champions has looked like and how hard year one and year two were and how year, you know, 
three, we started figuring things out and going into your fort, what it was doing. And uh, the number of mentors that came into that post to drop a message and say, hey, we've been watching, you know, um, was was a really, really cool feeling and thing to see. So um, you really need to think about, you know, the people that have done cool things over the years for you, taught you things, turn them into your champions because they have other people that they're mentoring. They have other people that they're talking to. And same thing with your vendors, you know, work with these people to, you know, as we kind of said, you know, as you succeed, they succeed as well. Yeah, I, I think you pretty much covered that. I, I don't really have anything to add to that. It's, you know, it's, yes. yeah. Good job, Donnie. Uh, have some jelly beans. It's your right? treat. Um, it is really important to have, you know, you might have those unofficial mentors where it's not a, like an established mentor relationship, but you. I think it's important for people to still ask the question. And because uh, a lot of times those mentors might not think about passing you business. But so I think you need to have the conversation throughout that relationship about, Hey, who do you know? You know, here's what I'm looking for. You know, do you know anyone so that they start thinking about that portion of the relationship as well? For sure. For sure. Uh, the I in champions is intentional content. Um, and you know, this one's huge for me. Uh, I can say the one biggest evolution for me over four years of running the company is the amount of social content we put in marketplace. Um, It's a lot. And I think when we talk about intentional social content, we're talking about really creating a community. And I think if you look at what we've done with Success Champions as a whole, is we've created a pretty badass community of people that come together, celebrate each other's wins, and open up doors for each other. I mean, I go back to the last badass business summit and the amount of energy that was in that room and the collaborations and the business that happened and, you know, the people that are still talking about the Badass Business Summit, you know, um, those type of things all came from a community of social content, reaching out, putting out, you know, stories and being very pers- purposeful. That was easy for me to say. Purposeful about you know, how you interact and show up in social media and how you put content out there. Um, And then, you know, how you even use different social platforms to interact and engage with people and their businesses. Yeah, this is not my strong suit. (laughs) For anyone that follows (laughs) me. Well, I'm going to challenge that. Your strong suit is not definitely not putting out content, but it's absolutely using social media to find your champions. Yes, I do use social media really well. I'm just not a big content guy on social media i go i go in spurts and then it wears me out i'm like uh i'm done with this for a while again and then i'll come back to it later but you know you need to understand and we tell this to our chapters all the time uh you know think about what you're saying and doing in your meetings from the viewpoints of the visitor the same is true for your social media you got to think about what you're putting out there and think about how that's going to play with your audience and how they're going to read it and what what reactions that's going to have. A lot of people just spray and pray on when it comes to social media and they just put stuff out there. And and there's been times both of us have been like, oh, I 
don't did you see what so and so posted i i can't <laughs> believe they posted that wow all right uh and and it has a negative impact so you have to be intentional and you have to think about the impact and how it's going to be uh, uh, be read and taken by that audience that you're trying to target yeah love that love that the next one is noise makers. So these noise makers are your super connectors, man. These are the people that that go Out, ahead. Outbound. You skipped a letter. Oh, I skipped a letter. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Look at that. So we're gonna back up to outbound. Shit, I can't even spell the word champions. Uh, so outbound is your uh, cold outreach, your direct and private messages, cold calling, and the likes to to find your champions. Um, man, some of our greatest champions for success champions came from 100% cold outreach. Um, you know, we've had a lot through referrals and introductions and the likes, but, um, you know, like Lauren Ammon, you know, Amex as we call her, you know, she came cause she had the courage to freaking step up in a clubhouse room I was in and ask a question, you know, um, other people, um, Aaron Lubian was a straight cold reach out. Um, that Lori Seitz did and then met Aaron, that Aaron was introduced to the family, you know, so a lot of these people, um, come from cold outreach and they come from, you know, uh, completely just doing what you're supposed to be doing in business and have become some of our biggest champions with what we do. Yeah. I, I'm a big fan of cold outreach. Yeah, I know the introvert just said cold outreach is a good thing, but it's it's a key way. Just don't ask him to go door knocking. Yeah, I won't go knock on doors, but I have no <laughs> issue doing a telemarketing thing. But it's it's a key it's a key prospecting tool. It's how you get people into your world, and it's gotten this really bad as digital marketing has become so pervasive. It's gotten cold calling has gotten this really negative outlook. It's like, well, we use social media. So you can do both. And it's, you know, having that conversation with someone on a phone or in a DM is much more personable than just hoping that they're going to click on a social media post. They're both important. So cold calling needs to be a key part of any business owner's uh, program to get people into their world. For sure. For sure. Um, and it's really cool when it goes from extreme cold to some of your biggest champions. I mean, cause the stories is a cool one. It gets told over and over again. All right. Now we can go to noisemakers <laughs> since I went freaking out of order. So noisemakers are your super connectors, man. These are the people that have these gigantic Rolodexes and just introduce everybody. So like in Success Champions and that family, you know, I think about people like Steve Wallace and Aaron Lubian. Um, I, I think about uh, Lori Seitz quite often, does a lot of introductions uh, and referrals. And they're just people that want to get you to the right person. And they understand the value of opening doors and uh, making those introductions. and. I think at all times you need to have three to five of these super connectors um, in your world that are doing a ton of Zoom calls and meetings because they're going to bring your name up on a more regular basis. I remember I ran across a guy, uh, Nate Payo, um, good dude, man. And 
this guy was doing so many LinkedIn uh, meetings and introductions that once upon a time, he was completely filling my calendar. Um, and actually, the the stay, the clubhouse room that Lauren Ammon, you know, came up on, it was me and Nate uh, sharing a stage in a clubhouse room, and she wanted to ask me a question. Um, and I'm pretty sure I told her to go after people that scare the shit out of her, um, <laughs> you know, for as clientele. Um, but, you know, when you find those super connectors, man, keep them close because they're going to shortcut a lot of the work that you need to be doing to get yourself into a lot of conversations. Yeah. You have to have those people that are in this, have a circle of influence and they're, they're right in the middle of that circle and aren't afraid to make those introductions. That That's the key. You know, I have some friends who have huge circles, but they don't introduce anyone to them. It's like they're, it's like they're hoarding food. It's like this is these are all my connections, and no, you can't have any of them. I'm like that, I'm not gonna steal them. They're not gonna like come <laughs> into my world and leave you completely high and dry. That's not how this world works. Uh, but there are people out there like that that just won't won't make an introduction for whatever reason, and, and it's it's funny because introductions are a key way to build that trust with that person and to become that champion or get them to be your champion is by going out there and making all these cool ass introductions for them and getting them in front of people that they want to meet. What better way uh, and what cheaper way is there to help someone succeed? You don't have to buy their stuff. You don't have to invest in their business. Hey, I'm going to make some really cool ass introductions for people that'll give you money or do stuff to help you grow your business. That's just, you know, easy. And it, it should be the first thing that everyone thinks about when they are, when they have a circle is like, hey, who, who else do you all need to meet? For sure. And, and who sure. needs to meet you that I can introduce you to? Love it. And then the S in champions is one that just cracks me up. And it's, it's literally speak. Get on stages, do workshops, get out there. And the number of people that are scared to death to, to speak, um, I don't understand at all. Um, you know, I've had times where I was nervous and maybe scared to get on the stage, but I've, I've, I, inside of me, I've always wanted to be on stages in front of people. But man, we all know a fucking moron or idiot that got on a stage and when they were done, people were like, that is the greatest thing I've ever heard in my life. And you know, the person's a fucking moron, right? <laughs> and the only reason I say that is when you get on stage, something happens to the people in the crowd and you, it's like you almost become somebody and they want to be around you. They want to interact. People want to learn. And when you've got the guts to get up there on stage and teach, uh, you instantly start creating champions, you know, um, every time Kevin's been on stages, you know, people afterwards are like, geez, that was incredible. Um, which always blows me away because <laughs> I get to deal with him on a regular basis. I'm like, wait, you can speak. Um, that that's literally but, what they said after the first time they saw me speak, everyone. It's like, <laughs> they're like, oh my God, Kevin can actually do this. It's like, we, wow. we never knew. <laughs> <laughs> oh so but yeah get on stages man what do you think Kev? no that that is key because you get to have this impact on multiple people at once and you and when you're going to be on stage you're going to you know be in front of people you need to really understand that audience 
so that you are presenting the way they want to hear in a way that's going to be impactful. You know, there's, uh, this is something I had to learn as a high C on the disc. I love lots of detail. So I pack ton of information into my workshops and my presentations, but I've had to be really cognizant about how I'm presenting it. So it's not just rattling it off and it's that people can actually consume it and understand it and uh, be excited about it. So you really need, you know, speaking is huge, but you got to pay attention to who you're speaking to and make sure you're, you're using it effectively. For sure. And then the last one goes kind of as a bonus in finding your champions is be you in all things. You know, don't try and be somebody else. I mean, one of the funniest things Kevin and I laugh at is the number of people who try and project my personality, you know, in different meetings and groups, you know, um, because I cuss, they may cuss over the top or because I'm a smart ass, they try and smoke and joke and it goes too far, you know. Um, um, but be you. There's nothing worse than having this image so there was a guy i followed and i'm not going to use his name but i followed for a little while on social media and i really enjoyed his content and his message and what he was teaching and then i met the fucker in person and this dude was a fucking douche canoe he was a straight up <laughs> asshole that you could tell didn't want to be around people didn't interact i mean and that was it for me because who he was showing up on social media versus who he was in person. And I'm not saying if you're an asshole, be an asshole on social media, but you've got to show your real side or you lose trust factor instantly. I'm going to say it. If you're an asshole, be an asshole on social media so that we, we stop following you and we don't have to worry about you. <laughs> Make it easier on us. <laughs> Make it easier on the rest of the world to identify who you are. And then we don't have to have you in our life. Um, yeah, I, no, I, I retract my <laughs> earlier statement. <laughs> Be an no, asshole for us. <laughs> but but it, it's it, we've I've had this conversation with people all the time on about social media, and social media is all like it, it's a you know better roses. It's always cherry pick content about someone's life to make everything look like it's going hunky dory and it's everything's just amazing, you know. Uh, sparkles and, and glitter and all the things Donnie loves in his world. <laughs> Shit. But that's not, that's oh. not it is. And, and people think that is the personality. Hell, you know, people, I, my grandma, and this is a funny story. My grandma loved uh, uh, pro wrestling. And this is back in like the forties and fifties. She loved pro wrestling and she literally thought it was real. Uh, and she thought that the personas they were putting out was actually who they were. And, and that's how people are with social media now. You need to understand that, you know, that's not who they are. And if you're going to be a social uh, social media influencer, you're going to go a lot further if you just put out who you are and you let your followers share in those struggles. And when you're having the bad days, that they get to be part of that too. Because that's going to endear you to them more because they're like, oh, look. They're like me. They have bad days, too. Yep. Yep. Love it. And then our member question of the day is, 
What are your thoughts on referral fees? Are they helpful, necessary, or is it better to assume some business karma? That's from Rachel Simon, the founder and CEO of Connect the Dots Digital. Dude, she is a LinkedIn guru, yep. man. Uh, she teaches a lot for us throughout the chapters. She'll be speaking at the Badass Business Summit. You know, she is absolute beast mode. Um, and she's also a member of the Atlanta Wolfpack chapter. So, Kevin, what do you think about referral fees? I think referral fees are dumb. Yes. <laughs> I was so – I was ready, getting ready to pick a fight. I really didn't know where you stood on this. I was getting ready to pick a fight with you. <laughs> I, I've had people ask me for them. I'm like, no, I don't do them. The whole idea yeah. of a referral is you want to help me. If, you, if you're only doing yeah. it for money, you're not going to be giving me good referrals. You're not going to be making yep. good introductions. Yep. It's going to become a job as opposed to something that you enjoy doing. And I want my partners excited to be referring to me because they know it's going to make them look good. It's going to help their clients be successful, not because they think they're going to get some money. 100% agree with you. 100%. Uh, I, 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 I have never found a situation where a referral fee makes sense. Um, You know, but Kevin and I come from the, that, that school of mentality of, man, you should be opening doors for people because it's the right damn thing to do. You know, and and the idea that somebody is doing it for with their hand out just blows me the fuck away. There, there's no reason me paying referral fees. I've had people um, offer them to me, and I'm like, no, I I, I don't yeah. want them. And they're and they're all shocked. Yeah. They're like, really? I'm like, no, yeah. If I'm going to refer you, and, because- and they say things like, our industry standard is we pay everybody referral fees. Well, that's because you must suck as a human being. Because yeah. if you do good shit, you treat your clients right, you deliver, people are going to naturally open doors for you. you know, I have to ask all, quite often, you know. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't understand the idea. Of, I'm betting we're going to catch hell over this, and I love every <laughs> minute of it. Um, but, you know, yeah, referral fees are just, just not a thing. So, all right. Uh, action step of this month is what, Kevin? Get off your ass and go find a champion. So find one person. Look at your Rolodex. Look at your vendors. Look at mentors. Look at your clients. Actually, just forget everyone else. Look at your clients. Find one client that you absolutely love working with and you, you tend to chit-chat with as much as you work with and and figure out what the next step is to get them to refer you business. And how you bring them into your world as a champion that's actively promoting you and helping you be successful. Find one person. That's all you got to do this week. Find one person and start the process to become, make them a champion. Love it, love it, love it. So, guys, as always, if you got any value out of this episode, please do us a favor. Make sure you're subscribed. Tell somebody else to, to subscribe and how to find the channel and share this thing out for us, guys. And if you have any questions that uh, or anything that you would like us to dive into further, just send an email over to membersuccess at successchampionnetworking.com, and we'll be glad to to air those questions and, and help you guys out. Love you, mean it. See you, bye. When I created Success Champions, it was on the idea that most people make themselves an island as they're growing their business. Yet they just don't want people to know how bad things are because if anybody knew how bad things are, nobody would do business with you. 
So like me, they don't often reach out for advice. They don't get support. They just try and put their head down and grind through it. And let's be honest, man, that, that lifestyle sucks. And when you're constantly trying to find yourself to push through it and figure it out on your own, it often leads to misery. We created Success Champions so you don't make yourself an island, so you don't build your business alone. There are a ton of people that are going through it on the same journey that are looking for the same advice you are. Maybe they've been through it and are looking to help. So come hang out with Success Champions. Go to successchampionnetworking.com. Go visit one of our peer groups and let's help you actually get to business freedom. Don't build your business alone. Come hang with us as Success Champions.